This is We Are Jet. We tell stories of people who've had to drastically adjust their mindset, team culture, and ways of working, all to match the pace of a rapidly growing organization. My name is Ed Palmer. In this episode, I have the pleasure of talking to Yasmin Ferduzbarin, Global Product Director at JustEatTakeaway.com. Agility is in my DNA, so being able to adjust to the market, to the end user, and unlocking them with the right things is important for me, and that is what Just Eat Takeaway offers. Yasmin, please introduce yourself, tell us who you are and where you are recording this, because when we record podcasts these days, it's all done virtually and people can be anywhere in the world. So tell us who you are and where you are. Hi guys, my name is Yasmin Fedus Barin and I am the product director for the customer products within Just Eat Takeaway. And at this moment, I'm working from home and living in Rotterdam. So I'm looking forward to do this from home. Fantastic. Thank you. Uh, now tell us a little bit about um, where you fit within Just Eat Takeaway uh, and a little bit about your team. Yeah, sure. So I uh, work at Just Eat Takeaway for the product and technology department. And within the product and technology department, we have several pillars that focus on the end users. And together with my team, we are accountable and responsible for the customer products. So that includes the app, the web, the smart devices uh, that comes with it. So everything that the customer uses uh, to place an order or experience our products uh, from just the takeaway. Okay, so now we're talking about the app. Let's talk about how you use the app and check your receipts What's your most ordered takeaway? Now, bear in mind, you can't fib here because we can check your app. So so what, what do you order most on the app? Oh, this is so bad. So I order a lot, being a heavy user and being also responsible for, for the apps. I order Thai, Poke Bros. I love that. Um, there is a restaurant chain that is called Verhagen. They have more snack bar food, but they do it really well in Rotterdam and Kaafse. So uh, these are the things that I often uh, order. <laughs> okay, so actually poke bowls have come up a number of times. They're obviously very important in 2022, but let's focus on KFC here. Is it something that you've, that you've always had? Is it something you had when you were a kid? Oh, you know what it is? I like healthy food, but if I have to choose a, a fast food, Kentucky Fried Chicken is one of my favorites because I do love chicken. So if I have to choose that one, the hot wings with some barbecue sauce, <laughs> I love that. I'm sorry, guilty pleasure. So I do love uh, Kentucky. Yeah, definitely. I don't want to get stuck on uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken here, but um, how often are we talking, Yasmin? H- how many How many times, like monthly, weekly, daily? No, 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 way less, way less. I would say every one, once every two months, something like that. That seems fair. That seems That's reasonable. Okay, yeah, right? Of course it is. <laughs> of course it is. Okay, so let's focus on, on your career now. How was Jet different when you joined from how it is now? And when you joined, did you know right away that it was the right fit for you? So I joined Just the Takeaway approximately two years and a few months. And I do remember it was two weeks before the lockdown. And I remember like I had two weeks onboarding and then the lockdown started. Oh, yeah. So everybody started working from home. And I do remember my manager like, Yasmin, this is your onboarding because we need to start working from home. And after a few weeks, we started doing migrations. So that was my 
onboarding and migrating other countries to our platform. We were with approximately, I think it was at that moment, Takeaway still, uh, Takeaway.com. And we were with 2000 people in total, in total, everybody that works at the office. And now we grew so fast. Right now we are with Just Eat Takeaway um, and we are growing every day. I don't even, I cannot even count anymore uh, how many people are working for us. We were number one, uh, we are number one in, in Europe and focusing on that. And when, when we became just the takeaway, we got suddenly UK, we got Canada, Australia, New Zealand. So the scope, uh, became really huge and now also having a grub hub. So from a company perspective, how fast that went is incredible. Um, and I do know that just the takeaway is the company that I love to work for because I love companies that are dynamic in a fast growing environment because I agility is in my DNA. So being able to adjust to the market, to the end user and unlocking them with the right things is important for me. And that is what Just Eat Takeaway offers. Now you've mentioned it, this kind of culture within Just Eat Takeaway, this agility and also um, the idea that it's a flat organization without pyramids of hierarchy. How does that work? How How is the culture agile? What's a day-to-day experience like? Um, and how does that differ from other organizations? And I apologize in advance because I know I didn't tell you I was going to ask you that question. Let me think about, look, the, the delivery industry is an industry that is changing a lot, right? It's not totally mature compared to other industries. So sometimes you have topics that out of nowhere because of regulations or uh, like during the COVID, uh, certain things uh, happen that we as a company need to act on in order to unlock our partners in order to help our customers to make the right decision. And I think an example that I can give, for instance, in the Netherlands, there was a time last year that we had to be compliant to the legal rules of alcohol and that we have to show that everywhere. So as a department, we were stuck with the data that we had to to, to present in our platform and, and, and inform our users like this bottle of X has alcohol. So therefore know that in case you have to show your ID or anything like that. We didn't have that data because of whatever reason. So even I, as a director, I was like, okay, let's do this together. Show me the Excel sheet, show me the data. We're going to fill it in. So this shows you the flatness of the organization. It doesn't matter what, what needs to be happening. We as a department or as, as a, um, an expertise feel responsible to show the right thing. And it doesn't matter which title you have. I as a director or my leads or other scrum masters, engineers, researchers that helped out to fill in uh, the information in order to uh, teach our models, our uh, machine learning models to show the right information is an example of how our culture is. So yes, we have our accountabilities. Yes, we have our responsibilities and we are doing things really great and offering that to our customers. But if things happened last minute, it doesn't matter. We are one team. We come together as a kind of SWAT team and we do whatever needs to be done to get it uh, there for our uh, partners and our customers, I would say. I hope these examples help. Yeah, it does, especially describing yourselves as a SWAT team, you know, ready for action at any stage. Exactly. Do you find all your colleagues have the same, the same sort of approach whereby change and new ideas are embraced and welcomed? Oh, definitely. I, I, I think if uh, uh, working for Just Eat Takeaway, it's, it's important to have a growth mindset and have agility in your DNA. 
because as I mentioned before, the industry is really changing a lot. So you have to be able to adjust to that situation. And not everybody is made for that. And that's okay, right? Because you have industry that, that's more stable yeah. or uh, in, in certain ways of working. But the, the delivery industry expects you to, be, to act like that. And if I look at my colleagues, my, my team, they are amazing. They have that in their DNA. And that makes me proud because if, if things need to happen, they will do it. They will bring the right people to the room and cross disciplinaire. It doesn't mean, it doesn't mean that needs to be only product or tech, like uh, engineers or, or architects or, or uh, researchers, designers, product managers, but also means that we involve, for instance, account managers, sales, marketing, get them in one room, the right people, make the right decision uh, and deliver the expected outcome that we want in, in iterations and learn from that and, and make the right product uh, for the user. So yeah, definitely all my team members have that mindset. And I do think that that's one of the most important elements that you need to have and, and be embracing it uh, in order to work for Just Eat Takeaway. That's brilliant. Thank you, Yasmin. You can really hear the passion that you have for the organization and for the, the sector in which you work coming through. Yasmin, how has the culture at JET impacted the scope of what you do? So in the beginning, I highlighted that I'm working more than two years at Just Eat Takeaway. So my first job was uh, being accountable for the partner sites and, and unlocking them with the tooling there. And after a while, I swapped uh, between the two uh, kind of end users and I'm now accountable for the customer side. I think what have changed me and have changed the culture, and I mentioned that also before, is being able to work in different pillars or businesses or how end users, however you want to call it, working forwards and linking those two environments with each other and finding the right solution helped me really to grow. Because right now we are making cautious decisions like, okay, if we do this for the customer, what kind of impact does it have for our partner or for our operations or uh, for our logistic, our careers, for instance? And I think that helped us to grow really fast. And for instance, nowadays, if we have programs or projects that are cross-pillar or cross-business, our team members, our experts, our leaders learn to get to know those businesses too. Because at the end of the day, we are network effects. So whatever we do, we need to understand all the the pillars, all the businesses and make sure that we find the right solution. I think that that grew me really, I taught, taught me so much and also my team, I would say. I think the world around us is changing a lot. Um, having a diverse environment with uh, diverse backgrounds from our employees is really important. Bringing people from across the world working for us is something that gives me more energy every day because I think diversity is so important nowadays, especially if you work in the food industry. If you look at our platform, it's all about diversity, right? Showing uh, different types of food from your community on your platform. So that needs to also be reflected in the teams that you yeah. have because that is how we are representing our products outside. Having a the whole globalization, having diverse people in my team and making sure that we are taking every type of thought expertise, yeah. knowledge, culture, whatever that comes with it into account and making the right decision. That taught me a lot in this company, for sure. Yeah, diversity is strength. I haven't heard it um, put better than you just have. Um, so tell me, you mentioned migrations and the fact that you went through various 
country migrations immediately after joining the organisation. What does that involve for you and your team? I mean, what's the process? Just the takeaway is one thing that was um, fascinating, I would say, is this company is damn, damn good in migrating stuff. Yeah. And I came from different companies that wanted to migrate something and it took them like six to one year or one and a half year. And when I came and they told me, okay, we're going to migrate country X in three months. I was like, what? Okay. And I, w- I just started it at, at the company for two, three weeks. I didn't know the systems. I didn't know everything, how it was connected. I couldn't think from an overarching system thinking how the whole uh, process will wor- uh, look like. And I think the fact that the company has this culture of, hey, it doesn't matter. We will embrace you. We will teach you. We will go through it and we will explain it. It's the right mindset. And that allows migrations like what we have done in the past few years to happen. So migrating a, a country is part of the strategy. And one company, one brand and, and the platforms that we have is really important. And, and I do think that Just the Takeaway is an expert in that. And you have to be able to adjust to it uh, and take risks, but also trust each other that we know what we are doing and, and act fast if it doesn't go well. So I don't know, Ed, do you know uh, FAIL? FAIL stands for first attempt in learning. So if you have a huge program going on, you can detail everything out. But whatever you do, you cannot predict the future, right? So what you know, what you're certain about is for the upcoming weeks, right? But you cannot predict what is going to happen in six months, for instance, or even uh, in three months. So this company has this culture of, okay, let's think big, but start small and act fast. So everything that we do is in this mindset and having the growth mindset of learning and being open allows us to grow so fast. And I think this is one of the key competencies, I would say, a behavior element uh, that we expect of every expert in our uh, company. That's really fascinating. So you said think big, um, but start small and move fast and learn fast. So is that something that you teach your new recruits, your new colleagues when they come into the organization? Or is it something you look for in your potential colleagues in, in terms of recruitment? There are two things. I believe that you need to have a diverse team. Yeah. And diversity goes beyond sex, right? Or nationality or whatever. It goes also, I'm talking also about personality, introvert, extrovert. Are you detail oriented or overarching? Are you an um, uh, inspiring person or or you want to approach different um, stuff in a different way? When I recruit, I search for people that don't have the same skill set as myself. Because that makes me complete as a, as a department, right? So we have a really diverse leadership that will can help each other use each other's strength at the right moment for the right things. So it starts with that part. So it's the recruitment part of knowing what the gap is within your leadership and hiring the right person. Then when the people come in, and I think we as leaders need to empower our employees to take risks and I prefer my my leaders to um, empower and encourage our employees to take smaller risk and faster than working on projects or programs for months and then take a big risk. 
So that part will be taught and be un, uh, uh, enabled as much as possible throughout the process. But it starts with leadership, I think, and I believe that we should show the right example to our, uh, to our employees. And we will always back our employees up. If something happens, it doesn't matter. It's important that we learn, move fast, and don't make the same mistake again. And, and I do think so. It starts, it comes from two sides. It's, you can definitely, um, play a role in recruitment, but it's always a learning pro, uh, uh, process, uh, during the whole, um, journey, I would say. That's brilliant. That's super inspiring. I want to work for you. It sounds amazing. Oh, that's so kind. You've talked about how, how Jet has changed and that growth that you, that you talked about, that extraordinary growth. But are you the same person as when you started two years and a couple of months ago? I try to be myself. You have to ask others. I, I will always try to stay close to myself and 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 do what it uh, what I think is right. I do think the company taught me a lot, and I'm still learning. Again, what I said, right? As a leader, what how leadership is done one year ago, not one year ago, 10 years ago compared to now is totally different, right? The generation is uh, changing. The world around us is changing. So I am learning a lot. And I do think that Just Eat Takeaway allows me to adjust myself and fi find the right leadership style uh, that works for that moment for the right employees. So definitely learning a lot. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, the pandemic taught me a lot. Moving fast is one. Uh, and making sure that you involve the right people at the right moment and do this as inclusive uh, as possible. I think that that is the part that Just Eat Takeaway taught me a lot. And I'm still learning. I think every leadership is learning. Every employee is learning, uh, as I mentioned before, because the world is around us changing. And if I stop learning, then, uh, then I will uh, change my job, I would say. But for now, I'm good. And I'm enjoying every second of it. What does virtual leadership look like? Is it different from leadership in person? I mean, this, we've all gone virtual over the last two years. It's what the world looks like now and organizations look like. And you're talking to a, a global audience because of who you work for. Have you got any, any tips on what virtual leadership looks like? So I think every leader is different, right? I do. Personally, I'm not a, per, a leader that types text. Because, you know, uh, text can be perceived in a, in a different yeah. way, right? Yeah, yeah. Depends on. So I truly believe uh, having a camera on or making smaller videos like small vlogs or, or uh, sending the right message is really important. This works for me. I'm not saying that every leader should do the same thing. So I do message and send videos often to my uh, employees, to my leaders uh, in the department to bring the message across. That's one. Second, I do think that we should allow employees to use tools to ask questions or have interactions because you can imagine when you have a call with 30, 50, 100 people in the call, it's really difficult to have that interaction. So you have many tools uh, um, uh, around the world that you can use to ask questions, to vote, uh, to do a game or these kind of things to make people more part of the conversation. And these are things that we use. So we have always meetings like all hands, we uh, or town hall, depends on which company, uh, how you use it. But we, we are doing that. I always have meetings um, um, with my um 
direct reports, but also with experts that directly plan a meeting with me because they know we are a flat organization. And if I can help, I will always help. We also try to come together if possible. Of course, during the COVID was really difficult, I think, for every company. But nowadays we are trying to come together at least to do workshops because we do believe that collaboration is important and coming together and seeing each other does does do that sparkle uh, uh, and it's different than digital uh, workshops. But tools like what I just gave as an example will help a lot and we are using it. And again, um, if it doesn't work, we talk with our experts and say, hey, what will work and adjust um, throughout the time. Yeah, so visibility, collaboration, um, uh, that you just, just a couple of things that you've touched on there. Right, so difficult question now, unprecedented growth, that's what we talk about so often with Jet, must have its difficulties. So have you got an example of a time that you failed, but that you look back on now with without any regret, something you learned from, your favourite failure? Ooh, tough question. Look, whatever we do, initiative or, or, or innovation or, or solution, it can impact a part of the experience so you have the customers you have the partners you have the the careers and you have the operations so as a product department technology department or as a business it's vital to keep that into account right so we can do stuff that is valuable for our customers but maybe not that good for our partners right Mm -hmm. or other way around or for our logic for our careers that you see outside uh, driving the whole time or for our operations uh, that are doing the customer service Sometimes you have to make tough decisions like what is the best? Where where do we find the right balance? And sometimes you need to take the rest because you want to take care of your partner, especially during the COVID time. Or you want to take care of the customers because it's really tough in the situation that we are in. And these kind of decisions are difficult sometimes. And I do think I had to make some tough decisions during those processes. Yeah. Like, for instance, as as an example, beginning of the chat that we had, like about data, right? That I had to together with my team for the alcohol. For it was really painful for our partners, okay. but less painful for our customers. But we, as a department, decided, okay, you know what? Yeah, we are customer. And we know if we're going to go live, we will be, it will go wrong. And we are not going to do that for our partners. We have to help our partners out. And therefore, we adjusted our strategy and we started doing, uh, adding the data ourselves to learn the mach- uh, uh, machines that we have, the, the models. So making the tough decisions, I think that is the most difficult part. I wouldn't call that the fuck up or whatever <laughs> uh, you want to call it. And allowing us to work in iterations and making sure that we make small decisions frequently avoids big fuck-ups. So uh, that is something that I think as a culture, as a company, is really important. If you want to avoid making big mistakes, work in iterations, be bold, of course, and take every community or every type of group into account when you deliver that uh, product or service online. I'm not sure if I'm answering your question, Ed, but this... Yeah, you are. You are, totally. And it feeds back to what you said earlier about um, start small and learn quick, um, which I think is a brilliant, brilliant um, sort of mantra to work by. Let's talk about your team, really, and how you feel about them. The times when you forgot you were at work, although this is a little bit different virtually, and you spontaneously wanted to, to hug and embrace your team. What moments have you had that made you feel super proud of them? I think 
when other departments are using my team as an example of how to collaborate or how think yeah. get things done, that is the most beautiful thing. And it's not even the solution that you put life, right? Uh, that that is amazing. We we put so much value every day, every week on our platform. So I'm I'm bloody proud of my team doing that. But when people come to us and tell us like, hey, I just want to point out, and I have never met those people, right? Because they are in different departments. But when they come to me and tell me like how amazing we work together or collaborate or how we do stuff, and it's an example for them how to use it in their environment, that is like the best thing I can ask. And and I'm I'm really proud of my team, and I think they are an example for other departments or every even other uh, other companies. And I think having the mindset of hey, we need to do this together. Let's think smart, involve the right team, and eh, we mentioned the SWAT team or anything, mm-hmm. the fast track or whatever you want to call it, and involve the the, the right disciplines, um, the right moment to make the right decisions, um, in a more fun laughter. Um, uh, down-to-earth way is the right way to do things. I mean, our work is already complex enough and our employees, only together we can make it fun and, and uh, uh, bring the best things forward. I think anyone listening to this will be able to guess the answer to this question, but are you quite open emotionally with your team? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, definitely. I'm a, I truly believe in trust I have so much trust in my team and I do think that they have trust in me because trust is number one foundation element of collaboration, uh, working together. Transparency is the second one uh, and respect is the third one. If you have these three elements in your company, in your department, you can succeed so much. And having the right focus and unlocking them and backing them up even if we are doubting, but we are making decisions to go forward and not staying in limbo, that is the right thing. So I try to do my best. Of course, I'm not perfect. I think nobody is perfect, but I try to empower, encourage my team uh, in the most fun, transparent way I uh, can, I would say. Right. So this level of growth must be exhausting. Um, All the um, intensity of what you and your organization have been through must be exhausting. How do you how do you recharge? How do you take time with your team to get that energy back again? Look back. You know, sometimes you, uh, people forget to look back what they have achieved. They are so focused on tomorrow and day after tomorrow, like, oh, we have to do this or we have to do that or which priority. We sometimes forget, okay, what have we done yesterday? What is our success stories? What is our celebration? So together with my counterpartner that is accountable for the engineering side, we try to every month celebrate the things that we have done and and um, uh, applause the work that we have achieved and laugh about it and 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 uh, show our proudness. Uh, I don't even know if proudness is a word, but you know what I mean, right, Ed? Yeah, sure. Um, uh, show how proud we are towards everybody and what we have achieved. So I think looking back, acknowledging the work that everybody have done is really important. And, and also uh, now with the COVID, uh, the lockdown is uh, not anymore there. Coming together, doing team events, doing fun stuff is really important to, the sh- to show our appreciation towards our employees, I would say. What about the future? What, what are you excited about within your organization? I know a lot of this stuff is, is top secret. So uh, j- just broad brushstrokes. Tell us, tell us about what you're excited about. I 
I mentioned it in the beginning a little bit. I think, you know, our purpose is to connect food lovers and food makers. And, and we have a platform where we can show different type of cuisines, different kind of food in the most diverse way as we can. We want to empower your every food moment. Uh, that, that is our vision. And the future is going to be bright. We're going to focus on different type of uh, the, uh, the cuisines that we have. Uh, unlock that on our platforms. Also, but groceries is another one, right? I don't know if you have seen it. We are live right now and collaborating with big partners uh, across the world. Uh, but there will be more. We want to be part of every food moment so that we unlock the partners and, and also be there for our customers. So different kind of food types, if I can call it like that segment, uh, is something that we're going to focus on. And I'm, I'm looking forward for that because we're going to be the one app that uh, unlocks every food moment. Fantastic. Okay, so um, now a slightly more philosophical question. Why do you go to work, Yasmin? You personally, why do you get up in the morning and go to work? People. The people that I work with. I think... Um, Technology, you can do so much with technology, and I love it. And I love the industry that I'm in, and I would never change it for anything else. But I think the people will make a difference. I've worked in different companies where you can be damn good in technology or you do certain things in a different way, but the people are not maybe in the right spot or, or not happy or designed in the right way to do the work in the right way. And I think just the takeaway... 99% is the people. People will make a change. If your employees internally are happy, it shows in your product and it shows what we can achieve. So I do think that my team, my peers, uh, the business that I work with is lovely and I, I want to continue working with them. And if that changed, then I would think different, definitely. But people are really important for me. They care about each other, right? We care we back each other up. We unlock each other. If we need to do the dirty work, we will do it. If we need to get it done, we will get it done. Uh, and if we need to help each other, we will do that. And I think that is the beauty of uh, Just the Takeaway, that we care about each other, we lead, and we deliver. <laughs> As the three values uh, that we have in our company, right? So definitely. Thanks for listening to We Are Jet. If you'd like to know more about working at Just Eat Takeaway, go to careers.justeattakeaway.com. Our career website can also be found in our show notes. Stay tuned for our next episodes to continue hearing from leaders who constantly need to adapt their management style, approach, and mindset in an organization that is ever-changing to match the dynamic pace of the global food delivery and tech industry. Facing something new in your job all the time can turn out to be a blessing or a curse. But it's always an opportunity. My name is Ed Palmer. Talk to you soon.